I love this course. I'm probably slightly biased, Jonathan. It's such a useful course. You know, you'll get to practice, you'll get to talk about your product or service, you'll get to network with like-minded people. And by the end of the course, you'll have built a sales strategy that you can then use and implement in your business. Hello and welcome to Unlock Your Potential, micro-credentials at the University of Galway. My name is Janice Mulvaney-Glennon and I am the lead for micro-credentials here in Galway. And over the next few weeks and months, I will be taking you on a journey of discovery in this podcast through the micro-credentials on offer in Galway. Welcome to our podcast introducing our micro-credential on selling for founders. In this podcast, You will hear an interview between Professor Jonathan Levy and Melissa Moore, who are collaborating with the Microcreds project to bring you this micro-credential. So sit back and enjoy the conversation. My name is Jonathan Levy. I'm a professor of entrepreneurship in the University of Galway. And today I'm with Melissa Moore, the retail advisor and veteran podcaster, who is also one of the co-creators of our founder selling course at the University of Galway. Melissa, you're very welcome. Oh, Jonathan, thanks so much for having me. I'm thrilled to be able to be the first guest. The first of many, I hope. Um, So, Melissa, in addition to working with many retail clients, you teach sales in a wide variety of courses, from sales apprenticeships to BCom degrees. What's different about founder selling? compared to, say, sales as a career? It's a great question, Jonathan. So look, founder selling is what you do when you need to sell. So you have this great idea, maybe you're building a product or you're putting together a service proposition. But actually, when you think about it, you probably don't have a brand at this stage. You've no marketing backup. You probably don't really have any money. So you've no track record from clients or customers. You've no reference point or social proof from any of your customers. And I suppose the biggest thing is you're not that confident that your product or service even works. So founder selling in that respect is different from professional sales and sales management. And research shows us that founder selling is its critical. It's absolutely necessary to new venture development. Yet entrepreneurs, it seems, are very unprepared for this challenge. And I see this all the time, Jonathan. Companies don't spend enough time at that initial phase in the beginning, understanding who their customer really is and how exactly the product or service that they're going to offer can solve the customer's problems. Most kind of companies or brands that I speak to at this early stage, they just don't understand the value of building a relationship with customers, which is something that founder selling teaches you to do. So I'm also mindful that founder selling is a big part. It's a much, a small part, should I say, of a much bigger juggling act because you as a founder, you know, you wear so many different hats because I suppose you're just trying with everything you have and all your time to get the initial business started or even starting to scale that business. So you also mentioned that I work on the sales apprenticeship program. Um, So the difference I see in that respect with kind of sales professionals or people that are employed and have sales as their career um, 
is that they're all consumed by it. Salespeople tend to be hired when the business is up and running, having secured the first few customers at a time when the company is making money. Whereas the founder seller, as I kind of say there, it's really that initial phase of the business where I suppose they're hoping everything's going to fall into place. Yeah, it's it's amazing how, given that it's such a challenge for so many entrepreneurs, and they only realize this once they once they start. It's it's amazing to me how rare uh, it is to find uh, courses on founder selling. So when you look back at your own founder selling experience, what would you do differently now if you were starting over? Gosh, so many things, but I kind of, I suppose there's three that stand out. And I suppose it's this learning, like you say, because these courses are so rare, it's these learnings that then we've embedded into the course so that hopefully other people don't have those kind of those those ideas that they wish they'd done something better. So the first thing I do differently then is to spend time at that initial phase, clearly understanding my customers' needs. You know, when I think back, my first website talked about how great I was, like how embarrassing it listed the features of my service. Um, but actually, when I look back now, and I suppose with the knowledge I now have, is I should have talked to my customers on this website. I should have described the solutions to their problems that I was providing. That's the key here. Knowing and understanding this would have meant that I wouldn't have wasted so much time, so much money, and I suppose other resources. So that's the first takeaway then, really understanding who my customer is and what they need. The second thing then I do differently would be to accept and embrace the nose. And this has become a huge part of the founder selling course because it is so disheartening to be rejected. You know, especially when you've invested time, maybe you've written a proposal or a deck for a meeting and it just doesn't go to plan. Is You walk away, you haven't made that sale and you do take it personally. But you know what? As time goes on, it gets easier. You do become less emotionally kind of attached. And that's a good thing because the no's will keep coming. Let's be really honest. But the main thing is I know now how to deal with them. And as I say, that's a key feature of this course. We support the learners with getting rejected, which actually they end up finding is an awful lot of fun. And then the third thing I do differently, and I think this is maybe a business lesson, Jonathan, is that I wouldn't wait to start networking or building relationships because I definitely did. You know, you've got to get yourself out there, regardless of whether you and your business need to use social media, whether it's real life connections with your local chamber, but you have to put yourself, not just the brand, you have to put yourself out there. Um I often talk about this brilliant book that Kelly Howie uh, wrote, and I, I know I've certainly talked to the students about it over the last few years. Kelly's book, Build Your Dream Network, just talks to the idea of you as a business owner hanging out where your customers hang out. It's such a simple idea, but it's so clever. And that's exactly what I think all business people, especially startup founders, they need to be doing because there's no better way to build a sales pipeline, uh, understand the mindset of your customer. And obviously, then this is all going to support your lead generation further down the line. I, I think the first mistake that that we all um, make as, as first-time entrepreneurs is that we think that... Um, uh, our, our job is to sell our product or service. Um, and in fact, what we should be doing is, is embarking on a, on a journey of customer mm -hmm. discovery. Uh, and uh, that, that really backs up what you're saying there.
So um, what can people expect to get from this breakfast masterclass uh, that you and I are putting on at the Porter Shed on July 6th? I am so, so excited to be doing this. So as you say, Thursday the 6th of July, you can join both of us with all our wealth of experience and insight in, in different ways for this interactive very practical session um, to support your sales. And obviously, great venue there in the Porter Shed, which also means then there's networking. And I suppose if that was one of the things that I wish I'd done more of, this is an ideal opportunity for you to grab a coffee and network and really learn from this practical session. So as we said, it's a free selling for founders masterclass. Uh, It's going to help you with communicating your sales vision for your company and understand how stakeholders... And when I say stakeholders, not just your customers can value your offerings. So it's suitable for companies from startups, you know, to maybe scaling up businesses or even established small businesses. So again, if you're not sure if this is for you, come along. It's a free breakfast event. You will definitely take away lots of practical advice and we will help you boost your sales. So we'll dispel a few sales myths. We'll give you some practical tips and advice and hopefully start to change your mindset when it comes to selling. Great. Uh, so you can sign up for the event just by going to the Sales Professionals Network page on LinkedIn. So you just need to remember three little words, Sales Professionals Network, and you'll find it. So finally, Melissa, can you give us a quick overview of this new microcred on selling for founders that's going to be uh, available in September? What can someone who is starting their own business expect to gain from it? So in a nutshell then, really, Jonathan, we look at the sales process for B2B and B2C. So again, I want to make that really clear. This is for everyone in business, regardless of kind of who your customer is. We look at that sales process uh, for both sides. And in order to do this, um, we explore, first of all, really, who is this customer? You know, we all talk about our customers, but do we really understand who they are? So their dreams, their pain points, you know, what sort of money they might have to spend on your product or your service. And we look at your core customer. And I suppose the clearer the vision and understanding here, the easier everything else is. And I think this really links back to what I was saying at the beginning about understanding, as we both do, that founders juggle so much, so much of what they do. So once then you know who you're targeting, we look at four key founder selling stages. So the initial one then, opening the sale. And that's something we're going to explore a little bit more in a little bit of detail when we do meet at the Porter Shed on the 6th of July. So opening the sale then is the initial founder selling stage. Then we move on to building that relationship. So really starting to nurture this conversation uh, and relationship with a customer. We then look at objection handling, which again is key because look, realistically, it's not always plain selling or sailing, should I say, in selling. So it's really good to kind of maybe know and preempt some objections so that you can handle them in the right way. And then the last of the four founder selling stages is closing the sale, which again is not just about saying thanks very much, thanks for the money and off you go, but it's really starting to nurture this relationship long term. But what you'll learn is that all four of these stages are about having conversations. That's something we both talk to the students about so much. This is not a one-way thing. This is not pitching your product. It's about having a two-way conversation. And that's so, so important. 
But again, look, as we both said, it doesn't matter if you don't have experience with sales, if you're shy, if you're introverted, this micro care will give you the confidence truly give you the confidence to sell. You know, I've worked with lots of people over the past couple of years who've never done anything like this. They they don't look at themselves as salespeople because they, they're product developers, they're tech people. But this is an ideal starting point for you because we understand the pressures and the stresses, I suppose, of starting or growing a business. You know, we discuss, as I said earlier, we discuss getting rejected and we help you plan for that. Um, because no, as I said, is not just no for you. So not to take it kind of personally, it's no for the proposition, but we help you then maybe even turn that no into a yes for the long term. And then towards the end of the microcred, we also look at the importance of the after sales service and continuous selling for your business for the long term. So we look at moving from this initial founder selling stage to being a professional seller. And maybe what that might look like for your business, which, of course, hopefully could include, you know, hiring your first sales professional, too. So, look, I love this course. I'm probably slightly biased, Jonathan. It's such a useful course. You know, you'll get to practice. You'll get to talk about your product or service. You'll get to network with like minded people. And by the end of the course, you'll have built a sales strategy that you can then use and implement in your business. Yeah, I, I think that's the, that's the critical piece is is getting to practice in, in um, a, a structured way and getting some feedback from your peers on how well you're doing. That's a really critical piece of, of the, the microcred. There's more information on the University of Galway website. Uh, if you go to University of Galway and look up microcreds, you'll find selling for founders and more information on the, the microcred there. This will be available online, um, so it doesn't matter where in the country you are, you can still you can still do it. Uh, so, um, Melissa, thank you very much for this. Uh, you've got us off to a great start with our Founder Selling podcast, and uh, I look forward to meeting up with you on July 6th. Thanks, Jonathan. And if you would like to find out more information, please go to our Centre for Adult Learning and Professional Development website, and look up microcreds for more details on how to apply. Thanks to our team, David Stafford, Lonneth McSherry and Gronya McGrath for their expertise on producing this podcast. Join us next time for another micro-credential. Microcredential.